Hello, you're listening to episode 13 of Just The One Podcast, actually. My name is Jake. And my name is Adam. Uh, This episode, we're going to return to another recurring series. We're going to be looking at the best films of 2016. No luck catching them swans, then. It's just the one swan, actually. Yeah, so... 2016. It's not great, is it? This is like another 2011. It's really not. We got excited. 2011 was. We yeah, got excited. We thought we were on 2017, and we were looking at the list, and there's some oh. fucking bangers, and then we seen this, and it's like 2017 is going to have to be ten films each, <laughs> and we're going to have to admit some really good films. This one we've struggled to get five. Really, this this oh, mate, this is shocking year. Just to give you a little taste of what sort of year this was, um, we've got Suicide Squad. Mm. Yep, next. <laughs> yeah. Next. Did you like Suicide Squad? I've never even seen it all the way through, I'll be honest. No, I wouldn't touch it. Um, London Has Fallen. Wow. Yeah. The Brothers no, Grimsby. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's Sasha um, Baron Cohen, wasn't it? Yeah. X-Men Apocalypse. The Female Ghostbusters. I haven't actually seen it, to be fair. No, I don't. <laughs> Sausage Party. It's actually really funny. It is quite funny. Yeah. Um, Batman vs. Superman. Shakes his head. No? No. That was the most disappointed I've ever been in a film in all my life. <laughs> uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Not into it. The Angry Birds movie. Nope. Um, Passengers. I thought it was shite. Yeah. <laughs> thought so it was really I. shit. Secret Life of Pets. Oh, Bad no. Mums. Mm. Um, the girl on the train. I did like that, but um, did you? It's not on my list. Like Jack Reacher two. No. No. Thirteen hours. The secret soldiers of something. It's <laughs> meant to be quite good, actually. Is that the one with John Krasinski? John Krasinski. Yeah. Independence Day two. Oh wow! Oh, that actually, is like literally. I've just seen a, a couple there that you quite like. That, not that I quite like, but you know, just like I. I'll I've give, just give him a, a good recommendation. I've like. seen a few that I'd like to just give a little shout out to. Yeah, go on. I'll do it now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, and there's one that you want to give a little shout out to. So, there's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The first one, yeah. The, the Harry Potter spin off. That mm-hmm. was really, really good. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, the first one's really, really cool. The first actually. one's brilliant. Um, Doctor Strange, mm. the most trippy Marvel film ever made. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Matt Nicholson as well. So um, Got to watch it. Jungle Book, John Favreau's Jungle Book. Yeah, that was really, that really was, liked that. Was good. that. Um, War Dogs. Is that with um, Miles Teller? I actually liked um, that. That was actually is quite it Jonah good. Hill, was it? Yeah, yeah, Jonah Hill. That was quite good. That um, Miss Peregrine's Home for that's another Tim Burton venture that I, I period I, I, children. Yeah, it's actually really, really good. It's Eva Green, isn't it? Yeah, and Tim Burton. It's really good. I mean, it, it's Give it like a watch. it looks like exactly it's like what you'd expect, but it's I, like X Men meets Tim Burton. Oh, really? Yeah, it's quite good. I might do then. It's I'm, a good watch. I'm, it's an I'm easy done, watch. I'm done with Tim Burton, to be honest with you. He makes a little resurgence in that film, yeah. won't I? There's, there's, um, there's a few on there that are like... Um, I just like yeah, Kubo and the Two Strings. Just a big shout out to that one, actually. Tell um, us a bit about that one. It, it unfortunately misses out on my top five, but could have easily snuck in. Um, animated kids film. Um, sort of that... Stop stop motion sort of animation, but it's mm. also 
um, pure animation as well. So it's it's two animations. Yeah. In one, um, casters Charlie's Veron, uh, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey <laughs> is in it. Can't say his name for some strange reason. Uh, Ralph Fiennes is in it. It's just that good. I haven't even it's heard like, this, to be honest with you. Um, so set in Japan, it's like it's just like a ninja film, yeah, but a kids' film. I can't really describe it really, without spoiling it. Um, but it's well worth a watch. Kubo and the two strings. You Kubo and the first. two strings. I'll lend you it on your way out. Good. But it's got like a lot of influences to like anime and yeah, um, like. Japanese cinema and stuff like that. Sounds. Um, but it's absolutely fantastic. It's really, really good. I'll lend you it on your way out. Um, Sick. Adam's leaving with two films today. <laughs> a lucky boy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a couple there from this oh, yeah, year that that, that I, that I um I, I sort of seen when I was like uh, glancing through the year. But um, if you're a horror film fan, then the two films come out in 2016. One was The Conjuring two. Nope. I'm not a massive fan of the first Conjuring. It's good, but it's not like, didn't really stand out. But the second one, it's like the Conjuring 2, like the haunting of Enfield or something like that. It's based on like a. That's, yeah. Like a, well, you know, it, it depends how much you sort of invest and believe in it, but allegedly based on a true story. Is it? That's li- fucking, that's scary. Like. The little house, it's in the UK, isn't it? Yeah, in London, one? yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the little house, that's fucking scary. That's. That, that generally creeps w- me out. Went that. to see that in the cinema. Look, I'm getting like. So, like slight goosebumps here. Went to see that in cinema. I fucking shit a brick. Really? I don't. I don't normally jump or like get scared by films because I really love them. But that sent me west. Maybe because it was in the cinema. Because it's know, based on true thing story. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's how much you'll sort of like get yourself into it yeah. and all that. But and then another one came out called The Boy. It's not great, but it's just like sort of like a throwaway horror. If you want a horror, that's not really shit. But you yeah. just like whatever. The Boy. Uh, what's her name? Maggie from The Walking Dead. She's in it. What's she called? Uh, I can't remember her name. But Maggie from The Walking Maggie Dead. Maggie from The Walking Dead. It's about like a doll that she has to babysit. <laughs> and the parents like are convinced it's real. Right. Yeah. But there's a nice little twist in there. Okay. Very creepy. I'll never watch either of them <laughs> films. Um, <laughs> right, let's get into 2016. Let's go straight into 2016. Because... What came out around Valentine's Day that, that year, What Jake? came in Valentine's... Valentine's Day that year was a treat. It was, wasn't it? Very special. Um, all the lads <laughs> take their bed yeah. to see a film. I think exactly. everyone just exactly. literally went to cinema. It was perfect, perfect, wasn't it? Yeah, it was I think perfect. everyone literally went to cinema yeah. with their bed to take film. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't have a bed back then. <laughs> so I took my other mate, Adam. <laughs> we went together. <laughs> um, opening night, Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's just me and him in the corner having matches. It's very romantic. Um but Deadpool came out, mm-hmm. and um, so anyone doesn't know Deadpool. Um, Ryan Reynolds basically made for this role. Mm-hmm. Um, he did originally play sort of an interpretation of him in the X Men Origins: The Wolverine one, which is just shocking. It's just so like shit. No mouth or anything. Go back. He's got no mouth. <laughs> go back and watch that film. It's like. So shit. I always remember when we were in uni and I bought that from HMV, oh, and you oh looked at God. me and you were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, I can't "What? I like it? You bought it? It's like the the CGI on his claws when he's in the bathroom, and like the claws are on his head because the CGI is so off." <laughs> at the time, I liked it. All right, claws are coming out of his elbows. <laughs> um, 
anyway, they uh, they had another crack at it and of the character. Lucky for everyone. Um, actually, they they did a like a um a little test thing, like a little mm. test film, um, a couple of years before. Yeah, it was actually announced, and before anything had actually been agreed with, Ryan Reynolds apparently actually funded it himself. Yeah, did this like little test footage thing. Somehow, no one knows how. Ryan Reynolds probably knows how. It got leaked mm. <laughs> onto the internet. Yeah. And all the fans went nuts for it. Yeah. Um, and then 20th Century Fox obviously picked up on it and was just like, "Oh, we'll we'll fund it then." Yeah. Um, same director, um, who shot the 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 short, mm. did the, the full length film. Ryan Reynolds obviously as Deadpool. Anyone who does know the character of Deadpool, he's a, basically a character that breaks the fourth wall. He knows he's. In a comic book, he knows yeah. he's in a film in this case. Um, sort of like, and he talks directly to the audience. Sort stuff. of like parodies the genre to an extent. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just takes the mech out of the genre yeah, yeah. and but everything then, else. At the same time, the film doesn't shy away from really exploring like the the genre itself as well. Like it, It's sort of self-referential and taking the piss out of itself, but it's still really fucking like... Like yeah. the, the fight sequences and yeah, stuff, and, yeah, yeah. and like his sort of yeah. motives as a hero and stuff, it's all there, but it's yeah. all massive. And like the, the love story yeah, part yeah. of it is it, it's, really, it's, really strong. It's really genuine, isn't it? Yeah, there's there's a scene um, where he finds out he gets cancer, and yeah. I think it's like one of the best yeah. scenes I've seen where like so fucking like heavy, a cancer reveal scene. Yeah, where he's like, um, I'm I'm sitting there like trying to remember the bits in her face and stuff like that, and she's already on like yeah. plan. B all the way to Z yeah, sort yeah, of thing yeah. and it's just like bloody hell that's it's really, really heavy, heavy. Um, but as I say the fight scenes are amazing like the mm. whole um, the motorway fight scene yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's unreal the whole the last fight scene is absolutely fantastic um, the the side cast is brilliant so they have Colossus um, and he gets a lot of good jokes like playing off him Um there's the young girl in it who shaves off her head. She that's fucking hilarious. Um, the the bad guy, obviously played by a Brit. Like it all just takes the mick out yeah. of classic movie tropes and classic comic book tropes. Um, the film itself was absolutely fantastic. Obviously got a sequel in the end, which is probably just as good, if not a little bit mm. better. Deadpool two is actually a really really good film. Um, rated R, the first superhero film. Mm from 20th Century Fox, so like that X-Men sort of thing yeah. that was rated R. They took the risk with it, they rated it R, and then since then I think they've sort of tried to do a rated R film every year since mm. then because it just makes money. Well, um, it works, doesn't it? It, it, it works it, it, it massively makes, for it them. Makes, um, so, I know it's not officially part of like the like the you know the, the mainstream MCU films, but with it being a Marvel comic book film it's, it's yeah, made yeah. it so much more so, accessible so obviously back then it wasn't part of the MCU but since since then Deadpool's been bought by Disney and can yeah. now be part of the MCU but I don't think they've got any plans to use the character unfortunately because it's Disney mm. um, and he's R-rated I don't know whether they'll put her under the 20th Century Fox thing mm. just want to like I think you've just seen that then yeah 58 million pound budget which is really really small really for small a f- for, for a, for a for, for a, a film and coming out that that's awesome. For a superhero film, yeah, yeah, tiny. Seven hundred eighty-two point six million pound profit. 
It's fucking insane. It's like 12-fold the budget. No wonder Madness. it got a fucking sequel. <laughs> Madness. So, tells you everything, that, doesn't it? Um, yeah, everyone went to see it on Valentine's Day. Everyone fucking loved it. Do you know what, though? It worked. Everyone, there, I there just remember, really like, strong... literally for two months, everyone was just talking about this film. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. There was a really strong, like, they didn't fuck about. There was a really strong, like, push with the marketing yeah, yeah. to advertise it as a Valentine's Day film. And the thing they even, is, they even say in the middle yeah. of the film where he like yeah. he stabs the guy and yeah. he's like, um, he's like, oh, he says like, oh, you're, bit, you're probably look. wondering that your boyfriend said yeah, that yeah. this would be a superhero f- film, but that guy's just turned that other guy into a fucking cabal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like the way they advertised it as a sort of romantic film, they, they never like lied. No, no, they were right. Uh, yeah, Deadpool's it's fucking great, it's brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Um, and because it's 20th Century Fox, they can sort of, like, use different jokes and stuff like that. Um, what I mean by that is, like, they have a lot of Green Lantern references. Yeah. Um, because, obviously, that was the other superhero film. Ryan Reynolds film was really, really shit. There's a lot of Ferris Bueller Day Off references. Yeah. Um, it's just an awesome film. It's yeah. absolutely fantastic. Well worth a watch if you haven't... I'm going to assume you watched it. Cause yeah, I, I think like, everyone's think seen this, to be fair, it. yeah. It's brilliant. But no, Deadpool. I'm all right, watch the second one. I love you, Wade Wilson. We can fight this. You're right. The cancer's only my liver, lungs, prostate, and brain. All things I can live without. What if I told you we can make you better? You're a fighter. We can give you abilities most men only dream of. Make you a superhero. You just promise you'll do right by me, so I can do right by someone else. And please don't make the super suit green or animated. One thing that never survives this place is a sense of humor. Uh, we'll see about that, Pop Spice. Oh, come on. You gonna leave me all alone here with less angry Rosie O'Donnell? Right, uh, next one, I'll just do dead quick, the two superhero films, mm. um, straight off the bat. Obviously, I said before, we had Doctor Strange. Um, that that was a really, really good film. Um, we had DC came out and did Batman vs Superman Suicide Squad, which I just buy Five about. superhero films in one Abs- year. It was absolutely, like, unreal. Unfortunately, only a handful of them were actually good. Yeah. Um, so Batman vs Superman came out and Civil War came out. Sort of the similar films mm. in a way. Obviously, well, yeah. two two superheroes basically yeah. hitting off against each other. Yeah. Um, Civil War we've talked about in depth a lot on the Marvel episode, so I'll, Massively, I'll literally yeah. literally just brush over this. Um, it is in my top five, just because I think it is one of probably one of the best Marvel films. I think I did rank it quite high. I think we both had it like... Or had to drop it one because you were being... No, no, I think we had this similar around... <laughs> around you wanted Iron Man up I'll behave for yeah. reason. Um, it's, it's a top five job. Like. So, um, but yeah, it makes my top five for 2016. Um, absolutely superb. I love the aspect of the two teams playing off against each other. Um, Captain America and Iron Man um, on opposing sides. You can you both see you can see where both of them are coming from, as well, which I think um, was lost in Batman vs Superman. There was no like clarity about like Batman was 
weirdly like fascinated with Superman and just wanted to kill him. Um, and then they made up because both because both their mums are called Martha. That is that like yeah, I know. Yeah, someone sat in the room and went, "Oh, um, lads, what 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 Superman's what Superman's mum's name?" It's not even the fact Martha, that <laughs> Martha, Ke- Martha Wayne. It's, it's not even the fact that someone like fucking like, hell. Someone was like, "Oh yeah, get on this." It's the fact that fucking about fifty people above them were like, "Oh yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah." Fucking hell! And then they actually shot it and put it in feet. Oh my god! No, um, but no, this one much better. You can you can try and pick a side, but you'll end up going back and forth throughout mm. the whole film. Exactly. Um, loads of characters are introduced. Um, the two main ones are um, Spider-Man, obviously, Tom Holland's absolutely mm-hmm. superb. He mm-hmm. has like a little bit of a role in it and then yeah. like develops the next one. And then um, the big one for me was Black Panther, absolutely superb. Chadwick Bossman, Boster, Bossman. Um, <laughs> Chadwick Bossman. <laughs> Chadwick Bossman, um, absolutely superb as Black Panther. Uh, one of my favorite characters awesome. after this, Daniel Bruhl as well, um, from Rush. Yeah, from Rush. Yeah, um, and in Glorious Bastards. He was Baron Zemo, um, the villain. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. So we talked about this in the in the last in the Marvel one a bit more in depth. Um, yeah. So I'll leave it at that. But Captain right. American Civil War, superb. The two superhero films. I just wanted to get out of the way. Yeah. Um. So. I've got I've got a few here. They're not um, like it's like I keep saying it's not great. It's really not. But uh, film has stood out for me. It's not in it's not in the top five. I'll just I'll just go over it quick. Um, Hacksaw Ridge. Came hey, out. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Oh, definitely watch it. Um, so he plays a medic in the army. Mm. Obviously, um, World War Two. Mm. So America fighting Japan. So they're in Japan, and he plays a medic, but he's like refuses to kill people he won't refuses fight. to use a gun and stuff doesn't he yeah yeah, yeah. He, he won't, this story he, he won't, it's a true story yeah he, he won't he won't kill people so um basically they're in japan and that him and his like sort of squad yeah vince vaughn's like his fucking commander or like sergeant or whatever but um yeah directed by mel gibson as well take take that as you will <laughs> but to be fair, it's a, it's a it's a it's a banger film. But basically, he, he's watching all these people around him getting slaughtered, basically by the Japanese forces. Mm. And um, he's he's on this ridge, essentially. All these people are like, I can't remember if he's on the top or if he's on the bottom. Yeah. But basically, his his, his squadron's getting like slaughtered. So he has to like run into the middle of the battlefield to pick these people up and like take them back but, yeah. to safety. And it's so fucking like, like visceral. Like it's so raw. Like what happens to some of these people? And it's like he's doing all he can, but he he will not pick up a gun. He will not like shoot. He won't fight or anything. And some of the stuff he has to do to survive, like sort of stay undetected. But yeah, it's fucking amazing. And Andrew Garfield, this is probably pull. probably his best role. I'd is say because it? It, it's so unique and it it requires so like much Andrew sort Garfield. of like emotional intelligence to play it. Because he's like a pacifist in a mm. war zone, it takes so much to get that across, um, and it's like sort of passion to wanting to help these people with the complete opposite means as you know the people on the other side. Mm. Um, it's his best role by a mile. 
I don't really like Andrew Garfield for some watch strange this. reason. Watch this and it'll I change your mind. I like them yeah. in silence, actually. It's Scorsese's yeah, film. Yeah. But, I think this is, um, yeah, this is like on the on the back of that. I want to put Andrew Garfield and Mel Gibson's <laughs> And Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's really, really good. Like, I know that, that sentence I will doesn't watch really, it. like... No, I'll it, watch it. it. I more. like Mel Gibson, um, obviously, Braveheart. Probably one of my favourite films. Mm. And... Um, Apocalypto, wherever it is. Um, weirdly by Mel Gibson again. but Just pops up and does random films and then I just know. gets pissed in between. And then, <laughs> and then just says racist and anti-Semitic things. But hey ho. Um, but yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Honourable mention for that one there. So, Honourable mention, so it's not on your top five. No, no, I'll just brush over it quick. Oh, it's, it's, okay. uh, it's awesome. Top five then. Ten or qu- have you got another no, mention? No, I'll throw one in for the top five. Go ahead. I don't know if you've got this in yours or not. Go ahead. Ten Cloverfield Lane. I don't have this in mine. Oh, I don't no really remember it. We, we went, we went to see this, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. Me and Adam went to see this yeah. drunk. Yeah, yeah. We were fucked. I think it was, wasn't it like when we submitted our dissertations? We submitted, yeah, we submitted our dissertations. Um, We've been Adam on. brought a bit of ale <laughs> into the library, hidden, and put it in Costa Cups. And we sat there having about two... <laughs> we had two beers in there, and then went a couple of bars, and then we were like... Let's go see a film. Be great. Let's go see a film. And we were just fucking KO'd. Um, oh, we've been in the we library s- for like a week. We were steaming. But um, we enjoyed the film. This It's where we coined uh, John Goodman's real name. John Badman. Uh, John Badman. What a bad, bad man. Oh, what's the fucking girl called in it? Is it Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead plays the, plays the lead. So she's involved in a car crash. And when she wakes up from the car crash, she's sort of like a prisoner type thing. In John Goodman's like she's been saved, bomb shelter, but then she can't get out. Yeah, and he's like, so it's it's a sequel to Cloverfield, but it's just a massive, massive paranoia piece. Yeah, and it's fucking awesome. Um, so he's saying you can't go outside because there's aliens and mm. and the air is polluted. You will die. You cannot go outside. And she's mm. like, no, this guy's a psycho. Like he just wants to keep me a prisoner. Yeah. Um, and it develops very claustrophobic. Very paranoid. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I won't explain anymore because I don't want to spoil it. But it's it's um it's super out of the two Cloverfield sequels. This one is much better than oh my god! The Cloverfield the other one paradox. Just dropped it. I really tried to like it. I did enjoy it, but it was no reason. There's like yeah, a reason that she just dropped it. It came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. They were like, right, this is finished. Um, it holds no the fucking relevance. Yeah, yeah. Let's just put it on Netflix, and then people might try and make connections and. Anticipate another sequel, but yeah. Chris um, O'Dell done that as well, and he gets like his yeah. hand chopped off or something. Yeah, he turns into like like an alien, like annihilates him, like an oh, alien. Like, oh, yeah. mate. Fucked. Yeah, but so out of the two Cloverfield sequels, this is the one. Like, monster movie, paranoia. Yeah. Um, yeah, awesome. Brilliant. I'll go with another one that we've spoke about. Very quickly, I'll brush it over again. Um, I think it might be on yours. I don't know if it is. Um, Star Wars Rogue One. Yes. Um. Obviously, we've done the Star Wars episode, mm. and let we just creamed over Rogue couple, One, basically. A couple, a couple of frustrations about <laughs> minor frustrations about the films out, especially since Disney took over them. Um, the quality has just dropped off substantially. Mm. Um, apart from one. And that is Rogue One. This is a war film in the Star Wars universe. And it is absolutely fucking belter. 
It's superb. It really is incredible. Um, I know we we talked about it for so long. Um, on the Star Wars, yeah, Star Wars special, but um, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. It's what it's people have this this really strange like uh, trepidation towards Star Wars. Like, oh, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to get into it because it's mm. just aliens and all. It's like, well, just get a grip yourself for a start. And second of all, if you want to watch a Star Wars film, this is the one to watch. Yeah. Like if you're not gonna if you're not willing to watch the original Star Wars films, then watch this. There's no Jedi or anything like that. And it's then, just oh, well, there is a bit of like well, yeah, but bit of cutting with a lightsaber at one point, but um, ruthless. Yeah, there's oh, mate. This I think what this film helps it in a way is that it's not trying to set up its own new universe and yeah. these new characters and do all that character developments, which I think Disney fell flat on their face with I think this works because it puts it into an already established timeline Mm -hmm. and basically enhances that little that timeline basically it gives you a little bit more backstory into something that you already love which I think really really works really well and they they should have done more stuff like this because it just like absolutely works Um, so basically it just it's the creation of the Death Star, so it's how the Death Star was made, the big massive the planet kill machine in the New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, basically how that was made, the, the man behind who was making it, about his daughter, and about the the beginnings of the Rebel Alliance, and yep. how um, like their first, basically, their first mission really, wasn't it? Um, mm. Against the Empire, like the, their first announcement, and how that set the the story and the for for the rest of the films of the original trilogy um it's absolutely superb they bring back c- characters so they bring back um Moff Tarkin's in it obviously the actor who played Moff Tarkin died m- many a moon ago so they CGI him mm. into it and it looks superb um there was a lovely um scene with Carrie Fisher where she's uh, young again as mm. Princess Leia, yeah. and she'd li- literally just died, I think, a couple of days mm. or weeks before it. Mm. Um, and that was really, really like a really, really nice scene, mm. um, just to put in around that time. And then, obviously, um, big Darth Vader's in it that scene, and honestly. I've never squealed <laughs> in a film before <laughs> until that scene. That scene is everything I've ever wanted. Because it's just like pitch black and then you hear the breathing. Because, yeah. And then you see the lights. Oh. Darth Vader basically started as like the big villain, the big bad. And then sort of like other films come out and like the next thing, like the Joker's the best villain. And mm. it like, he just like went drop down so far yeah. in the pecking order. And then the... In the third film, they have him do that stupid no like mm. that, and it's just like, oh, he's so stupid. He's just so dumb and stuff <laughs> like, like he's just like laughing stock and stuff like that. And then this film comes out, <laughs> and he literally just fucking skyrockets back to the top, yeah. and it's like, oh right, okay, then you're 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 scary, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Basically, oh, oh my, it's just that scene but... where it's like, as you say, it's just pitch black. And then you hear his voice, his, mm. his and then you know, thing, like, and you're like, oh you, know, my you sort God. of know it's coming, and it's a but you corridor don't, yeah. full of rebels, and it's just pitch black. And then, it, oh, it, 
and then the, the zoom, and the, yeah. it's red, and you and just see them standing there. And, there's loads, there's loads and like, it's the sheer panic in their voices, in their faces, where they know they're gonna you know, die. And he's like, "Oh, mate!" And he's got like one of them on the ceiling, and he cuts them in half, and he's just like, "Oh yeah. my god!" It's he's... like the, it's like the um, so it's like pitch black. Then when the lightsaber like uh, appears, and then it's just like a red like mist. Yeah. And then and then you see him, and you're like. And he just cuts down. It's like it's the perfect way to like reintroduce him into the exactly into these newer films. I just want a Darth Vader film now. <laughs> Mate, imagine it. It'd be fucking ruthless. Just solely a Darth Vader film, please. If you're listening, anyone. Um, the good bit of Star Wars to come out of Disney. Yeah, absolutely. The only, the only, the only. Well, the Mandalorian as well. Well, yeah. The I only keep, good film. I'll keep saying the Mandalorian. The only good film. Um. But yeah, Rogue One. So um, another one for me. This is this is in my top five. Um, just before I say this, Whiplash is seventeen, isn't it? Whiplash is, is Whiplash two thousand seventeen or two thousand fifteen? Two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen. Okay, no worries then. Because I couldn't yeah, remember which one did first. Yeah, so another one for me. Um, Damien Chazelle came back after doing Whiplash. Hmm. And then he he bounced back in with La La Land. <laughs> so I remember in. I remember like people going to see this and they were they were like outraged when they found out like they went to see it and it was a musical and they were like oh I can't watch this this is I can't watch a musical and it's like what what the fuck are you on about? Because <laughs> uh, the opening scene is pretty like sort of dramatic in a mm. musical fashion. It's like like cars in a traffic jam in L.A. and they're all like jumping out the cars and like dancing on the on the bonnets and stuff it's 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 cool um so it's ryan gosling and emma stone ryan yeah. gosling plays a jazz pianist and emma stone is an aspiring actress right so they're both like pretty like low down in their career paths and okay. they, they meet each other and they fall in love and um the sort of negotiating their relationship as well as their Careers. careers they're trying to both progress and in basically what happens is as it goes on they fall further apart as they both uh, progress right. it, it does it doesn't work out basically um obviously they work on it and stuff and it goes on and on and on but it's really like it's so like raw the, the relationship like it's really fucking heavy yeah and i know i don't like ryan gosling but i fucking he's he's fucking sick in this ryan gosling. he's fucking sick in this he's so good i don't know if he's if he played piano prior to this but I'm pretty sure he learned he's anyway fantastic. the same the same way miles teller learned to play the drums yeah but obviously does. clearly damien chazelle has a thing for jazz yeah but um he so he, he's uh playing the piano and stuff but it's like set modern day but it looks like the 50s, 50s. like yeah. hence la la land like it's like it's like hollywood in like the golden yeah. era but it's it's not set then modern day yeah it's like the way they dress and, and all wow. that and, and the way like the the whole like like the streets are and stuff yeah, it really yeah. like pushes back to it but it it's never really specified when it's set um but there's one scene in particular when ryan gosling joins this like modern jazz band john legends the singer this is john legends yeah. come up again and they have this song fucking hell it's a fucking banger like um there's a, there's a few songs in there obviously with it being a musical yeah um some that ryan gosling sings that i just have to sort of switch off for but um emma stone's phenomenal like fucking she's, phenomenal she's in this. fantastic out of, out of everything I've seen her in I think this is their best she's, her she's best definitely one of those actresses I think that mm. um, she picks her roles really oh, well yeah yeah, yeah. Um, 
I don't think she's been in much for a couple, for a while now. No, no, no. Um, but she's absolutely fantastic. She is. Yeah, but like the pair of them. Like I know I, uh, I I quite like musicals, but this is like it's like a it's like a modern musical. It's not like anything I've really seen before because mm. it carry it carries such a strong narrative as well. Musicals tend to just be like like the the basics of a relationship. Like the guy will do something nasty yeah, yeah. and the girl see her ass. But this is like they can't help it. Like it follows like two separate um, stories, like personal stories, while trying to maintain this like interpersonal relationship, mm. and it's just so fucking heavy. But uh, it's really enjoyable. There's nice songs in I there to to, to, to perk you up. I really would recommend it. I know for people who don't like musicals in particular, I'd 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 say to watch this. I'll definitely watch it. I like, I love Whiplash. Um, yeah, well, absolutely you, fantastic. That's what I mean. Film. If, if you're into film, you can be assured. <laughs> it's going to be good if you've seen yeah, Whiplash because yeah. it's the same director, yeah. and it's it's quite similar in in that way that it focuses on like the the artsy things, the profession. Yeah, yeah. Um, the dancing in it is great as well. Like they both yeah. learn to dance for the role and stuff. And yeah. like, some bits remind me like sort of like singing in the rain. You know, like the characters just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like breaking out into dance, like song and dance. So it's like it really, really does push back to like fifties and sixties. It it's, it's it's just, it's enjoyable, but it's it's heavy as well. Like okay. Yeah, La La, 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 La Land. Land. Big it up. From um, our musical. <laughs> That's me. The musical man. I don't know why I keep moving my body. I don't know if this is wrong or if it's right. I don't know if it's a beat or something's taking over me. And I just know I feel so good tonight. I will go with. We'll stick with Ryan Gosling mm. because he, he he features twice on your list, Adam. Considering you don't like him, I told you it was a shit year. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, he did a film, obviously, with Russell Crowe called The Nice Guys. Yeah, which me and you we went to see. Mm. I remember being really hyped for this film, and. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's it is, so it really funny. Um, so basically, uh, Ryan Gosling plays like this. Um, he's like a detective, isn't he? Cop mm-hmm. who's like shit at his job. Yeah, doesn't solve anything. <laughs> he's just like getting drunk and stuff like that. Um, That's fun. Really depressed. And Russell Crowe plays this private investigator yeah. who's really, really good at his yeah. job, and he's really tough and just beats people up and stuff like that. And he had to team up. It's like a buddy cop thing, isn't it? Where they have to mm. team up to solve this girl's murder. And it is, when I say it's hilarious, it's so funny. Ryan Gosling is not known for his 
comedic work. I don't think the early part of his career, but he's no, no. he's come on, and I think his comedic work is absolutely fantastic. The bit where he's like, <laughs> he falls down, <laughs> like the, he falls off the, um, oh, what's it called? balcony sort of thing uh, yeah, yeah. and finds like the body yeah, yeah. and he like <laughs> and lands he, on it and he doesn't like bodies or blood or anything he's sitting there going <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just screaming down quietly yeah. <laughs> it's so funny um, Russell Crowe's hilarious um, quite serious role but he's like mm. he's just dead funny um, directed by um, Shane Black yeah Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3, yeah. Um, Shane Black, Iron Man 3, and um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, another Downey Jr. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's superb. It's fantastic. It's well worth a watch. Dead easy to watch as well. Um, just a funny film. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because I don't think I would have gone to see this if it wasn't for you, like, suggesting it. Yeah. But um, honestly, like, I am glad we did see it because it it it's it sounds like typical going oh yeah it's just like a, it's like a buddy cop film but yeah, like yeah. it really like uh, takes a step up from that and I yeah. think that as much as I say I don't like him um, it does it that's that's why it's it's uh, sort of pushed up a level because of the actors yeah um, but Russell Crowe's there too so that's fine yeah. <laughs> um, no it's it's good it's it's just like a really like well paced it is funny it's just well well done but it's it's got like good good levels of like other aspects like there's yeah like the violence is pretty pretty yeah. fun um it's a bit sinister in times as well um yeah a bit edgy as well it's cool i like it it's brilliant next one the big one yeah denis villeneuve denis villeneuve <laughs> sounds like <laughs> Adele Dazim. <laughs> <laughs> the wickedly talented <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Denis v- Villeneuve. The, the Dennis, Denis, like, spelled Den- like Dennis Denise. Vill- <laughs> Let's just say how it's written. D- Denise. Denise. <laughs> the wickedly talented <laughs> Denise. <laughs> That's it, no, it's Denise from now on. Denise. Uh, yeah, oh, the the, the my one God. and only. <laughs> right, so, uh, yeah. He did the film. 2016 called Arrival. Yes, he which did. is insane. Yeah, I like. I, I remember the first time I watched it. it. Is, I, I watched it again the next day. Yeah, because there was just so much to take in. It's a belter. Yeah, so um, it's um, an alien invasion, like no other though. Yeah, no, no, yeah, like no other. It's not. I wouldn't even say it's an invasion. It's just the an alien alien <laughs> meet up. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> so, so go on. These like these weird pods start like yeah. appearing all over Earth, and these uh, scientists, I guess, yeah, um, start sort of investigating them. Um, so it's Amy Adams plays the lead. Yeah, is it Jeremy Renner. Uh, it's Jeremy yeah. Renner, uh, and Jeremy Renner is also in there as well. And they sort of like trying to make contact with these alien. Vessels, um, obviously, they know they're not human, fucking obviously, because they're yeah. just floating around everywhere in pots. And, um, like as it goes on, they sort of like start to they, they go inside and they start making contact and stuff, yeah. But they're like, I can't even describe what they are, they're just like, like so weird, like stringy yeah, things. So, you don't <laughs> see any alien, <laughs> just cheese strings, <laughs> yeah. 
you don't see their their faces. Um, it's just all their hands and stuff like mm. that, isn't it? And through like smoke and stuff like yeah. that. But basically, it's Amy Adams plays like a um, a language scientist or something, isn't it? It's to do with mm. languages and stuff. And That's she it, yeah. basically ends up creating a whole new language just to communicate with these aliens. Yeah. To stop them from doing like whatever. Yeah. Like whatever they came to they, do. Because they, they're trying to communicate with us and we're trying to communicate with them. Yeah. And they don't, they're just, so it like turns out like, like they're just as scared as. Yeah. Yeah. They, like we are of them sort mm-hmm. of thing. So it's like, it's a, it's such a clever film. Yeah. And then that twist at the end mm-hmm. as well. Which I won't met, which I no, won't no, no, no. ruin whatsoever no. because it's like what because it's, it's an almost head, perfect film. Your head drops off, yeah, like head drops off and rolls down the Albert Dock. <laughs> it <laughs> flew off, mate. My head flew off. <laughs> it was mental. Mm. Um, absolutely, Amy Adams. Um, I'd put as probably the best working actress currently. I think she's absolutely superb. Bold. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with no, you, but like, no, like, she she fucking steals it in this. Like, she's done absolutely superb in everything I watch her in. She's brilliant in um, American Hustle. Mm. Um, she did another film with him as well, didn't she? Mm. Can't remember what it was called. Cut that out. But yeah. she's absolutely fantastic in American Hustle. Yeah, she's brilliant in this. She's got that film coming out. Um, that. The woman in the window. That's gonna come out because the woman in the window. Yeah, the woman in the window. She looks absolutely fantastic in that. She's one of these actors who just again picks the perfect roles, Mm. but her her acting (laughs) is absolutely superb. Like any everything I watch her in, you cannot fault. She just carries everything. She Mm. just eats up. No, she she literally like this. Like the film itself, the concept for the film is so interesting and sort of intelligence mm. but she like she really really does carry she's it, like. superb especially in this film um denise billionaire we spoke <laughs> denise denise <laughs> denise billionaire we spoke about him before yeah he is probably the next big or he's here basically now hasn't he? he's yeah, arrived yeah. arrival, um, arrival. <laughs> Um, he's basically he's basically going to be someone in the next ten twenty years that we look back on in his career and go, wow, like yeah. what a director. Yeah. Um, you know, Arrival, Sicario, Prisoners, Blade, Blade Runner, Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. He's doing a new um, Dune. Dune, yeah. Which film. the the, look, the, the, the production stills from that look look fucking phenomenal, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, he's such a superb director in the. He's, he reminds me a bit of Christopher Nolan. Mm. However, I will put me me head on a bit of a limb here and say he's more. It's more stylistic, like the visuals and stuff are yeah, yeah. more. Oh yeah, yeah. Than Christopher. The Nolan. more out there, aren't they? The more out there, Christopher Nolan. It's not not nothing to say that Christopher Nolan's films don't. But look his beautiful. films, are, his films aren't about that though, are they? Like his, No, no, his films are more his, grounded. And yeah, stuff his, like cinematography his cinematography is like clean, superb, and clean, and pristine, and crisp. But he doesn't have that. He's not bold. It's not bold. It's enough. not bold, bright, and like, all these like even this arrival in this film rival. It's, it's not. So, it's not a bright film. It's so washed out, but isn't it's it? So like yeah, the blacks are mm. super. Like honestly, it's super. Roger Roger Deakins, big Rog. Um, 
absolutely superb film Arrival please go and watch it for sure the, the, like it's the so twist is phenomenal um, the, the whole film's just absolutely superb well worth one of them though you have to watch like yeah you've, you've got, got to sit bear with, with it. it like yeah, yeah you but, have to sit with it but the payoff's incredible yeah. um, I love it I might watch it now actually yeah go ahead <laughs> stick it on um, but yeah Arrival and that I think I mean, yeah, there's not much else from that year that I want to... 2016. Talk about. It was Give it a quick shout out to Moana, shit. though. What a banger. Oh, yeah, go ahead. What a banger. Moana, mate. What a banger, mate. I haven't actually seen it. <laughs> Basically, Lynn manuel Miranda, who plays Hamilton yeah, yeah. and uh, wrote all the songs and the whole play and everything, put that on Broadway and Disney were like, right, let's just grab him and give him loads of money. Yeah, yeah. So they got him in. He, he wrote and composed all the music for Moana. Brilliant. And obviously he's in Mary Poppins yeah, yeah. 2 and all that. Um yeah, it's just a banger. Just Great. a banger. It's one of them Disney films that hasn't like fell flat. Yeah. It's good. I might watch that tonight. Do it, lad. <laughs> Sunday night. The Rock Disney Mate. Film. The Rock's in it. The Rock Mate. What more do I want? <laughs> Adam knows me too well. Um, <laughs> what's your favourite film? <sighs> do you know what? I really don't know. It's a shit year, but the films we mentioned are all really Really good films. Mm, yeah, I know what it is. Go on. La La Land. That's what I'm saying. I will go with Arrival. Nice. But Nice Guys probably close seconds. Yeah, La La Land for me. I, I think, um, I, like in terms of storytelling, it's, it's yeah. just got a lot, a lot yeah, more yeah. layers. It's it just appeals to me more. But that's not to say. Oscar, didn't they, for- 20 it seconds fucking loads mate they won the main Oscar for about yeah. 20 seconds then got took off <laughs> Ryan Gosling's face <laughs> um, yeah but that's not to say like my other choices there like in, for contention was Arrival and Rogue One um, mm. yeah La La Land and Arrival and Arrival next is, is actually the the big one next. What do you mean? Oh, 2017. oh, 2017. Yeah, we thought we'd be doing that today. That would have been insane. I was but so excited. There's one, like, it's going to be a long episode because I know there's a film we're going to talk about there's for about, fucking ages. There's going to be about... It's going to have to be a two-part, I reckon. I think so. It's going to have to be about ten films. I feel like one of the films is going to have to have its own fucking episode. Like. I think two of the films are going to have to have their own episode. Ooh. Well, we'll see. <laughs> 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 Made that exciting, didn't I? <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, 2016. Not the best year. No, but we've but done it. We've, we've got, got we've got our end. picks. They're in the they're in the uh, they're in the bag. Yes, lad. For the grand for the grand final. Yes, lad. Yes, lad. Yes, lad. So yeah, thanks for listening. I've been Jake. We <laughs> <laughs> have done that before. <laughs> thanks for listening. Cheers, Jake. Cheers. Oh, fuck. Sign it off, lad. Thanks for listening. Um, cheers, Adam. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Thanks. See you later. There are days that define your story beyond your life. Like the day they arrived. What might be called first contact. The objects measure at least... I'm Colonel G.T. Webber from the Intelligence. Pack your bags. You're at the top of everyone's list when it comes to translations. Priority one. What do they want? Where are they from? You'll be reporting to me, but you'll be working with him when you're in the show. 
That's what they call him, the UFO. War objects have landed around the world. This is one of 12. I'm never going to be able to speak their words. Got two days. Figure something out. I am human. It's their language. We need to make sure that they understand the difference between a weapon and a tool. Language is messy, and sometimes one can be both. Are you dreaming in their language? possible they're prodding us to fight among ourselves this is just a way to force us to work together for once it's more complicated than that. how is it more complicated russia just executed one of their own to keep their secret got 21 hours before they start global war so how do we clarify their intentions i go back in 